How do we get on the internet, dog? Oh, you gotta have smartphones? Never mind, dog. You're listening to KZAALP Santa Barbara 96.5 FM Gaza. Radio only for play my team. All right, yo, what up? You're listening to Your Life in America, KZAA LP 96.5 FM. And we are now going to get into the Sound and Fury Fest recap. And we have activated the Sound and Fury radio recap hotline. And I'm joined by my good friend Nick. Nick, what up? What's up, man? How are you? Good. Chilling. It's hot in the studio right now. Yeah, it's hot everywhere, man. I I just drove home with no AC, so uh, windows I'm up. All sweaty. Yeah. Oh yeah. You got because <laughs> if you have the windows down, you can't listen to music. <laughs> For sure. Um, all right. So we're doing a radio power hour here. So we're gonna jump right into today's um, show, which is the, our second time reviewing, recapping Sound and Fury Fest weekend. Uh, Sound and Fury Fest is a hardcore festival that. Um, takes place in California every year. It just happened last weekend at Exposition Park in Los Angeles, and Nick and I were there along with a bunch of our friends, um, and so we're going to talk about it. Um, we're going to give the recap from an attendee's uh, point of view. I know that Hard Lore podcast just did their recap. Um, maybe they probably had a different perspective, but this is the perspective from from the common folk <laughs> that just attended and moshed. So, uh, <laughs> regular weirdos. <laughs> um, yeah, so if you want to just give a little intro, overview, uh, and, you know, just like your overall um, experience, thoughts, opinions, whatever. Totally, yeah. Um, so, let me just say, um, I guess I've been to 40 Sound and Furies now, so I've been to eight days of Sound and Fury. Um, and in all eight of those, the Saturday lineup this year was my favorite. Um, I think if you were to ask me like three, you know, somewhat modern, I guess uh, are, some of these aren't like active, active as they once were, but you know, modern enough bands that were most important to me right now, I would say it would, or most important to me, um, it would probably be Cold World Ceremony and Fury. Um, all three of those bands have meant a whole lot to me during my time in hardcore. So it was really cool to see all of those on the same day. Plus um, Dead Heat and Big Boy was really cool. It was cool to see Twitching Tongues. I'd never seen them before. And I know that meant a lot to a lot of people. Um, so that was pretty cool. And um, yeah, man, it, that whole day was awesome. Um, and then Sunday was cool. Um, TY, that's the second time I've seen them. Um, the first time was actually Sound and Fury 2017. Yeah. Um, it was cool seeing Hi Viz. I listened to them a ton at work. Um, so it was cool to kind of, I guess, like put a face to the music, you could say. But um, it was just cool to see them live. Um, I missed Command. That was a band I really wanted to see on Sunday. Um, luckily, I've seen them before at the Rec Center a couple of years back. Rest in peace to the Rec Center. Um, and, uh, model actress was pretty special. Uh, 
I'm a big fan of that band. Same with Modern Color. Um, I, I really love both of those bands, and um, I've been trying to catch both of their sets, you know, every time I can for a little while. Nice. Um, I want to say real quick, Nick plays guitar in a band called In Time from Ventura County, and he also sings in a power violence band called Plausible Deniability out of Ventura County. Two wonderful bands. Anyone listening, check out In Time and Plausible Deniability. Um, Thanks, man. Yeah, Cold World Fury Ceremony, huge bands for me as well. Seeing them all on the same day was amazing. Um, I think like what I like, Sound of Fury has expanded. Obviously, over you know, it's not what it used to be, and it, and anything that's good grows, and anything that's good progresses, and um, anything that has good leadership gets better. And um, Sound of Fury to me has always been a California thing. Like it's California aesthetics, it's California vibes, it's palm trees, it's sunshine, it's cool creative art. It's just. You know, it's California. Yeah. It's summertime California. As it be. Yeah. It's summertime California. And I feel like when they moved it to Expo Park, it's like the most fitting Sound and Fury experience ever because it's like outside Los Angeles, Expo Park, palm trees, sunshine. Like it's California to the fullest, you know, which is what Sound and Fury really like represents to me. Totally. Um, as much as I'd love it uh, in 805, I, I totally agree. Um, <laughs> I spoke parts awesome. Yeah, it would. We'd love to have it in Ventura. Would it even be? I would argue maybe a little more California and Ventura because we're closer to the beach. <laughs> hey, but yeah. Did you like this Expo Park place or the last Expo Park place more? Um, I liked this one because there was more shade. Um, which was really, was which was really nice. Like the temperature difference between the sun, like moshing and stage diving and being all sweaty and dirty and then walking into the shade was like a noticeable difference. And there was like lots of benches and like, it was, yeah, I yeah, I definitely like this year's, um, this year's like setup better for sure. For those reasons. Um, I think I agree. Yeah, and what I didn't want to do was talk about the stupid barrier thing because it's just annoying. I think it's a waste of time to talk about. Uh, on the Hard Lore episode they just put out, they talked about it. There was a statement given about it, so if you want to know about it, you can listen to it there. It was like for a minute part of the weekend, and which I think made Big Boy set even better, which I'll get to later. Um, but once they figured that out, it was exactly like it was last year. Big, you know, yeah. open stage, top stage, bottom stage dives. Like, it was literally the same. Mine is like, it's, it's just so stupid to be so hung up on that, you know? Right. And it's like I said uh, earlier when we were talking, it's like, I don't know, like, everyone agrees, you know, like, we're all, like, hardcore people. Like, we all like hardcore and stuff. There's no, the the staff at Sound and Fury, as they said in uh, their statement to Hard Lord, like, they didn't know that that was, they didn't plan for that. Yeah. So it's like. No one who's going to listen to this podcast is, did wanted that, and the people who did want it aren't going to listen to this. Sorry, radio show, not podcast, but you know <laughs> uh, what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, and like, yeah, Sound of Fury is for the people, man. Like, they cared enough, and they know enough how meaningful it is to have an open stage that what happened when we came back on day two. 
Right, exactly. No barricade. You know. <laughs> like right. no no there so it's like, yeah, and anybody like who's booked a show or organized something knows that there's powers that be that you have to that you have to work with and like that's just how things go sometimes and it's like a small sacrifice in order for the entire weekend to go on. So like, I don't know. It's like just that's just it's just so easy to focus on negative things and it's like it's just stupid. So that's all I have right. to say about it. Yeah, and I mean, like, I don't know. You can go to a, a hundred local shows a year, which you should, and most of those don't even have a stage. So, yeah. you know. Most shows go I go fun. to throughout the year don't even have a stage. So it's like, <laughs> yeah, I actually like the double stage because we get to stage dive, which in the 805 we don't really get to do. <laughs> right, yeah, we have to jump off each other. Yeah, unless I'm kneeling down and you're jumping off my back or something. <laughs> yeah. Um. Uh, yeah, the only th- the one thing that people were talking about, and the one thing that I can like, I can I can hear is the line situation, and like I have no idea what that entails, but I do know that some people were were you know missed that got there like pretty early, and were in line for a long time and missed some opening bands. Um, but I think after like three years, I mean, have heart, sound, and fury. The line was crazy. So like, after three years, it's kind of just like figure out a solution. I'm talking about the people like show up earlier. You know what I mean? Or like if it means that much to you, then be like at the front of the line when they open or something, you know? And like you were saying earlier, like it's 5,000 people. It's going to be a line. You know what I mean? There's got to be, there's protocols. Yeah. I mean, there's no way there's never been 5,000 people in a place without there being a line, like go to Disneyland. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I mean, yeah, I get, I get being frustrated. Like I really do. I was in line during C4 and I wanted to watch C4, but again, it's kind of like the barricade thing. It's like, who are you mad at? Like, you know, like it is what it is, I guess. You yeah. Know? Show up at like, 7 a.m. Who cares? Yeah. If, <laughs> there's, a, if there's a, there's 5,000 people, there's a line. Like that's no one's fault. Yeah. And I guess to me overall, like my experience and the fun I had and how epic it was, just so far exceeds any like of those things we're talking about, like the whole weekend. Yeah. Like those are just such minute things. Um, okay. What about, um, food, uh, setup layout and, um, like water, that, that type of stuff. what do you think about all that? I think you said it earlier. You did say it earlier. Um, I think I liked this one more. Um, the shade was cool all those trees. Um, I'm really grateful that I didn't hurt my ankle on those roots. Um, <laughs> yeah, I saw some <laughs> funny memes about that. Oh, really? Uh, I didn't... But what I really did think was cool was um, I like that the water station was like right in the middle. Um, I don't, I didn't really take advantage of the uh, water stations last year um, for whatever reason. But this year I used it a lot and that was cool that it was like right in the middle um what was also cool is like all the food was in the shade and there was a lot more food i feel like there was yeah yeah i feel like there was more like like restaurants um which was really cool um so yeah i mean it was it was nice that you could like pick a band that maybe you've seen a couple times or they're not quite your taste or, or whatever it might be and like decide to go get a burrito and like or like a noodle cup or a pretzel or something and then or like a hot sit, dog or <laughs> burger lord yeah seen a vegan or <laughs> there was so many yeah things. like 
sit in a shaded area that's like pretty chill um yeah i liked it i, I liked the layout um yeah. at a famous state spot uh that was cool for sure um yeah. you know it, the, yeah i thought it was pretty cool um yeah I, I, i'm not I'm still on the fence whether i liked the going back and forth between the stages versus the like left and right yeah um but like that doesn't matter at all so that's yeah. just like thinking for fun for sure um what i thought was great about the water was that last year they were bringing in like those five gallon jugs and like oh, that what people were drinking so much water that there would be little periods of time where they were waiting for deliveries and like last i mean this year there was no wait like i mean yeah you had to wait in line and the line moved really fast but it was yeah. hooked, it was hooked up to a water main so it was just constant water like there was right. like and i'm sure if you were like dying and you walked up to the front of the line like someone would let you get water you know um so i thought yeah, the water I mean, was a huge improvement this year than from last year i i didn't drink any water last year i'm trying to work on that that's but, sick but yeah <laughs> but uh so i don't know about last year but yeah i mean i thought it was like really convenient um, yeah and yeah I'm, I'm weird and i can't like eat during days like that because i have like a sensitive stomach and i'm like especially if i'm moshing and stuff um but, oh, I, yeah, but yeah. I did take notice to how many how much food there was like there was so many different food options i think the only crazy line was like burger lords and there was times when that yeah line, when that but there was times when that line wasn't even that long um, right. If you're a drinker, there was alcohol. There was there was bar service with no line, like everywhere. Um, yeah, dude. And you know what was super clutch were those little lemonade pretzel water stands. Those things yeah. were like because there was no line at those ever, and they had those ice cold monster waters. Like that was crucial for sure. I found like giant churros. Yeah, giant churros. Um, yeah, the layout was cool. The shade was great. Lots of seating benches. Um, yeah, yeah, this, I, uh, I thought it was, I thought all that stuff was great. Um, what about, um, set times? What did you think about, uh, the set times? I think it was like, I mean, it was pretty much in order of like, you know, what I'd pick. Um, and I'm always a fan of like, I feel like sometimes people get like hung up on that way more than they need to. Um, like it's a hardcore show. Uh, there's some, like someone kind of told me one time when I was like pretty new to this, like there's no such thing as a headliner as at a DIY show. And like That's that awesome. kind of pops into my head all the time. And I know this is maybe, I mean, maybe Simon Fury is not quite like a, like a DIY show in, in the sense that that person was talking about, but it ultimately is a DIY show because hardcore is a DIY genre. Totally. Um, and like, I don't know, like I don't really ever get hung up on, at times um like you know I, I never really think like oh that person deserves to be higher like oh that person that band doesn't deserve to be there or whatever like i think it was pretty perfect um it was like pretty like staggered throughout the day of like you know saturday i think leaned a little like harder whereas sunday was like maybe on like besides a couple bands was maybe on like the more well, I guess there was like a lot of metal bands on Sunday, yeah. but I don't know. It just felt like staggered really well that like yeah. there was like a mosh band, kind of a chill band, like a mosh band, kind of a chill band. Yeah. But yeah, I had no issue with that. I really didn't give it much thought, to be honest with you. What did you think? 
I, I thought it was really cool. I thought it was very, like, mixed up. Um, like, High Viz played pretty late on uh, mm-hmm. their night, which I thought was really cool. Um, yeah. Restraining Order played, like, early, but I but it was, like, dope. It was cool that it was, like, Restraining Order and then someone else and then uh, The Runts. Like, I thought that was a really cool back-to-back um, spot on the green stage. Um, yeah. And, it's, like, um, all punk bands. Yeah, and I thought it was great that Minority Unit played so late in the night on Saturday because mm-hmm. their set was insane. Um, I thought it was, that was really special. Yeah, I thought it was very like fitting for them to be like L.A. summer night, like just exploding the way it did. Um, yeah, totally. Yeah, so yeah, I, I, I thought it was great. I was it was very well. Like I was surprised at some of the spots of some of the bands at first. Um, but I thought it, I thought it, it worked out, um, great. Um, I do. And I just wanted to say that I loved like the week of sound and fury. I thought that was so cool. Like I just loved everything about the aesthetic of the flyers of the week. They were just different neon and colors with black font, like hard lore live cosmic joke, high viz, you know, the flats, the free, free flat spot showcase um yeah that's flat awesome. spot world like that show was free i mean that's insane um, shout out cosmic joke too congrats on the new record that's gonna be awesome i can't wait yeah for sure and and before i forget shout out to the guys and girls or whoever runs sound and fury because it's all just it's just amazing i've only done sm- way smaller things organizing wise and i just can't imagine the time and effort and energy so thank you to the minds of sound and fury for sure totally i mean i'll be a i'll i'll go to sound and fury until you know i i i can't anymore yeah. um, i'm a i'm a lifelong fan and when i said it wasn't diy in the sense that that person was talking about i mean it's not a vfw hall show i didn't <laughs> yeah no, necessarily I, that it's not no I you know because it's it's really a small team of people and and they're doing so much work like you know just basically so that people can have fun and uh it sure means a lot to me so for sure me too um we are live on kzaa 96.5 fm right now you're listening to your life in america i'm joined by my friend nick from the bands in time plausible deniability we are talking about sound and fury festival which happened uh this past weekend in la um you can stream this episode wherever you stream music if you're just tuning in um and streaming listeners, there'll be a link to a playlist um, in the description of this episode for uh, like our favorite songs we saw performed over the weekend. Um, but yeah, the Sound of Fury week was dope. Like, dude, Friday night was like never-ending game, insane, never-ending game and gridiron, gel and truth coal and the runts. And then, I mean, I know this was unrelated, but indecision, throwdown playing indecision. Like we're yeah. so blessed and lucky in Southern California to be able to like have three of those type of shows happening on the same yeah. night. You know what I mean? Like there's places in totally. the world or the country that don't even get those kind of lineups maybe like once a year, you know? And yeah, and like our friend Vince said it perfectly, like Southern California is awesome because there can be those three shows, like Sound of Fury, Indecision and the Never Ending Game show, and they're all doing good. Like, yeah they're all well attended that's awesome for sure um you know like yeah it's it's pretty awesome a hardcore is in like a cool place right now and yeah it's uh you know 
it's it's cool it's it's moving faster than uh sometimes i can keep up with and sometimes <laughs> it scares me but you know it's it's yeah. it's pretty cool that like it's pretty cool that there's like something for everyone right now yeah it's still in the place where if you asked if i walk out of casa de la raza and ask the next 10 people i see if they've ever heard of sound and fury or trapped under ice they're all gonna say no (laughs) they're gonna think you're talking about uh (laughs) the yeah they're gonna think you're talking about or something (laughs) faulkner and metallica (laughs) so awesome um yeah. So last year the lineup was like I I don't feel like there was any surprise like reunions or bigger bands from past years that came back and played last year, um, which is something I remember thinking like like we talked about last year. Uh, yeah. The lineup this year we definitely got because I feel like Sound and Fury has always had that little edge of like oh we're gonna have like have heart you know or we're gonna have like basement or like well i guess basement was playing but like we're gonna have like you know they had- um, wasn't rotting out like a comeback show in 2018 and then 2017 trap that was kind of a trap Trapped under under ice. Ice. Mortar, had- mortar pride 2017 and they had a Hard- harley flanagan on 2017 flanagan, i think yeah guns up, approach. guns up yeah, yeah. in 2016 um so i feel like there's always that like one or two bands where you're like oh that's sick that band's playing um yeah, and I feel like we definitely got that this year. I loved the lineup this year; like, I absolutely loved it. There was tons of bands I loved: um, Cold World, Minority Unit, Soul Search, and Twitching Tongues specifically. I thought was w- those were great additions that were surprising. Um, and uh, yeah, I mean, we got the Ceremony Seven Inch set, dude. That's like, that's why I was like messaging Sound and Fury, like, how could anyone who was there be mad that they got to see ceremony play the ruined seven inch from top to bottom as a surprise and play no other songs like yeah it's i'll never happen again dude we when i was a kid it like reminds me of like when i was a kid i used to go to the skate park a lot and like there would always be the one friend who'd be like i don't like the skate park it's like what do you mean dude like we're at the (laughs) skate park just have fun like you're here for fun quit being weird Yeah. Uh, <laughs> what did you think about the lineup this year? Like I said, I, I mean, I, I this is my favorite Sound and Fury lineup ever. And I've liked all of them. I really have. Um, this one almost felt like it was like catered to me, though. Um, like I said, Fury, Ceremony, and Cold World uh, all mean like a whole lot to me. Uh, and that Ceremony, that uh, EP, I mean, I used, like had a job at Vans where I was making like 150 every two weeks as like a 18 year old and i listen to that every day on the way home and uh yeah it's, it was pretty special um seeing like just that i've seen ceremony you know a fair amount of times but just to see it like that seven inch which i never thought would happen yeah i think it was the first time i've ever seen them play you're all the same yeah um and that was that was really cool um yeah i mean the lineup i thought was I, I liked everything about it. Um, Big Boy being on the lineup was awesome. Um, Dead Heat, it was like kind of their, as Chris said, it was like kind of their EP release show. Yeah. So, I mean, the whole thing was awesome. Um, Fury on Sound of Fury is always cool. Uh, yeah. Their name's in the name. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's sick. Um, and they're, they're, like I said, there was kind of something for everybody, you know, like, um, yeah, it was it was awesome. I mean, say you're not like into, you know, 
like super heavy, tough hardcore. Yeah, high vis. There, yeah, there's high vis. There's there's truth cult. There's fury and restraining order. Yeah. So you're not into Gel. anything. Yeah, you're not into like anything fast. There's there's heavier bands, you know, playing yeah. like mid tempo, like tougher hardcore. So you're not even into hardcore, and you're just like there with somebody who likes hardcore, which Crushed. I'm sure happens more than like you would think there's like high viz and modern color and model actress and all these yeah. bands that like are related to hardcore, but maybe like are more in line with whoever you are sensibilities. Yeah. Sound and, and Fury know. bring back brace war. <laughs> and, and the sound of Fury all stars awesome. bring back brace war. <laughs> I wonder if they're still the band that's played the most. Um, I don't know. That's a good question. I know that Fury is that your favorite intro. It's one of my favorites. It's up there. It's up there for sure. It's epic. Um, I think it's top three for me. Yeah. Furies played a lot of Sound and Furies. I think they've played every one except for... Um, I think they've played every year except the... I think they've played every year except for last year. Every year, like, recently. Not, I mean, since uh, Sound and Fury came back, since 2016. Oh. I think, Fury, they play- I think they played, like, an after show in 2016 or something. They played 2017, 18, 19, um, and then COVID, and then they didn't play last year, and they played this year. Oh wow! So they're yeah, ra- they're you're... racking up some. Uh, they're they're racking yeah. up some years for sure. Yeah. Did they play that after show at the Smell? I think it was at the Smell. Yeah, 2016. I can't remember. Dude, after show at the Smell. That's awesome. The Smell <laughs> is a is an all time venue for me. For sure, hot. <laughs> Yeah, all venues are hot, but um, all right. So let's jump into some some lists here. Um, first list is, top, and I did top three because we'll have some honorable mentions. But top three is more challenging to me to really think about it. Um, yes, now fine. I want to I want to precurse this with I showed up a little late on Sunday, so I missed a couple bands. Um, I didn't see Volcano. I didn't see. I didn't see Volcano and whoever played after them, I think. Um, and so, um, yeah, these are just the bands I saw. First list would be uh, top three, like, sets you enjoyed the most personally. Like, personally fulfilling, personally that you loved, just meaningful to you. Okay, per day or, or for the weekend? For the whole weekend. You got to narrow it down. Oh. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, you can have floaters uh, though. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna go. Um, number one, I think was Cold World. Um, I've been a big fan of Cold World since I was 19, I think. Um, and for whatever reason, for whatever circumstances, I've never been able to see them. Um, and uh, so they're like one of two bands that was on my list of like bands that are possible to see that I still haven't seen, but want to, um, maybe I'll get a chance at blacklist, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, but, uh, yeah. So that was probably the most special. Um, I know people weren't happy with, uh, a bunch of people standing on the step. Uh, I was part of that problem, but, uh, Hey, you got to play the game, you know, you got to get and up, was, you got to get up, play the big game. You got to big up. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get close when you want to sing along, man. Hey, that's what people Hell were doing. Me. That's where I'm going. You know what oh, I mean? Uh, 
I'm not co- I'm not convincing everyone to get down, so I'm going up. You know of course, I mean? yeah. Uh, oh, and then second, second, I want to say Fury. I love Fury. Um, a band means a whole lot to me. They're probably the band. They're one of the first bands I got like really into when I was younger and kind of getting into hardcore from being like, like a, like. I was into like punk more as a kid and um, I got in like Fury was one of the first like this is like a, a hardcore band that I got into that like I started to learn the words of and stuff. So yeah. it was really special seeing them. It's always really special seeing them. Special set. And then, yeah, it was a good set. It, I mean, it was awesome. Um, and then uh, probably Ceremony for like the reasons I said earlier. Um, but I really would like to give honorable mentions to Dead Heat. Um, yep. That band means the whole world to me. They're from my area. They're from our area. They're they're good people. They're a, one of the best bands out, as far as I'm concerned. And that that seven inch or uh, it's not a seven inch actually. It's a twelve inch, but it's it's uh, an EP. Is it's awesome. And um, being there for that was great. Um, Big Boy. I think they're one of the coolest bands that's come out recently. And then Model Actress um, and Modern Color. I'm going to separate them. Model Actress, um, I love that band. Um, I used to see them in L.A. a lot. So seeing them like on the big stage at Sound of Fury is great. Yeah. And then same with Modern Color. Um, I love those guys and I love that band. So, you know, seeing them did uh again on the big stage like they they deserve it they're one of the hardest touring bands and uh yeah that that meant a whole lot too to see that sick yeah i got some similarities um i think it, over the whole weekend the set that meant the most to me that i felt the most like electric afterwards and during was fury um yeah i've seen fury a lot and they are a band that also means a lot to me. Shout out to Jeremy. Jeremy was one of the first Your Life in America uh, true hardcore radio interviews. Um, so, great episode. Yeah, and that meant a lot to me. Paramount is a record that I love, like, inside and out. And the energy during their set was just amazing. When Jeremy started talking about um, Riley Gale and Wade from Iron Age, you could tell like he stepped away from the mic and he was like really emotional and um and they played some they, their set was some, they played death yellows and reason which is like i think i've only seen them play that song like once that's kind of like a deeper paramount cut um totally and i thought that was really cool um their new song was great and they opened the inside out cover opening that was, cool. was like i'm not even straight edge like inside out's cool but like i'm not you know and they just ripped that cover. That was so, it was so unexpected and so sick. Um, What's funny is I was singing along to that, and and like halfway through, already being like singing along to, it, I was like, "Oh, this is an Inside Out cover." Like I knew. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's just kind but, of one of those like those. This is one of those legacy hardcore songs, you know. Totally. Um, yeah. But yeah, I think at the end of the day, end of the weekend, that was my top um, number two was Big Boy. Um, shout out to Brandon, um, shout out to big boy. Those guys are the nicest guys ever. Um, they've, they've played our local space once, once. Yeah. Once, um, I think once, but they always make it a point to like, you know, no twice they played the CFF and they played rapid fest. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yep. 
they uh they make it a point to come out to see 805 and uh that's a really special band and you yeah. know they deserve the yeah. world check out uh seltzer that's the singer of big boys other band that band rules um Rocks. and so the reason like i've seen big boy a good amount now again another band lyrically that i love i just interviewed brandon he's the last interview i did so you can check out my interview with him it was really awesome but the barricade came up during big boy or before they started playing and what so this is all i'll say about it i thought when i look back at it that happening made that set and that time like even better to me because <laughs> because if you think about it like it was like a total it was like such a hardcore moment you know it was like they bring the barricade out everybody starts booing even Brandon and Joseph were like, yo, like what's going on? Like, you know, this can't, you know, like what? Like everyone's booing, you know, and it's like, oh. And then, but at the same time, everybody knows that there's no way that's going to stand. <laughs> you know what I mean? And so yeah. that was like a really cool, like, it was like a cool feeling, you know? It's like, okay, you put your, put your bike crack up. And then um, it was like probably 15, maybe 20 seconds and I didn't think that I grabbed it and threw it out of the way, really. I thought I was just, like, moving it because it was falling. But Dude, you had superhuman strength. But <laughs> there's a video. I was wearing blue swim trunks that people were sending me. And I guess I did kind of pick it up and throw it. But it was, like, already <laughs> falling down. I wasn't, like... Oh, no, no. You, you, weren't, you weren't, like, evil about but it. But I was, I was <laughs> like, all right, this is falling. Let's get it out of the way and turn up, you know? And, um, yeah, no, you did the right thing. Yeah, so a super fun set. And I thought, like, the hardcore kids standing up against that and that set going on was, like, special. I don't know. I I, I enjoyed it. And then my third is going to be the Sound and Fury pre-show, Never Ending Game, um, which is part of Sound and Fury. So uh got to see Never Ending Game in the Don Quixote spot, which I'd never been to before really Me cool either. place and it was like it was a huge place but it was very intimate like in the front there wasn't it wasn't super packed so i was just up front singing my heart out to every never-ending game song <laughs> like up close and personal and diving and that that was really special to me i love that band um and i love their new record and big boy played a surprise set and um that was just a that never-ending game set was like really special um, the new songs are really fun live. And, um, yeah, honorable mention, Ceremony, that was, I mean, I saw that when I was younger, but seeing it again was amazing. And then Dead Heat, for sure. Because Dead Heat was, yeah. like, all of our friends, you know? And it was just, like, seeing, you know, Chris and Vince, who we know, um, you know, and Chaunch just ripping on stage and just they, they killed it. And just knowing that they support what we do and they're part of our scene and they come out to shows and, we basically yeah. use their back line for everything. <laughs> like, um, right, right. So that that was awesome. So those are those, that's my list there. Yeah, totally. Um, okay, next is one we did last year. I really like top three best crowd responses. Hmm. Spectating, you know, kind of just spectating or being a part of, but just bands that you thought had the best crowd responses. Do you want to go first or do you want me to go first? Um, I can go first. I have to okay. say it's a – I have to say Trapped Under Ice. I mean, I watched almost every band, and the nighttime bands I feel like were the ones that popped the most. And mm -hmm. my top three are very close, but I think Trapped Under Ice was like 
that was insane, dude. Like I've seen them before, but that was like, that was special. The stage was open. People were diving on stage pile up. They covered Cro-Mags like, you know, Brendan, you know, was drumming. Like that was just an epic set. And then I'd have to say the ceremony set would be tied for number one. Cause when they went into that, when they went into the cursed riff, like if we're talking solely about crowd response, people were like trampling over people to get up to the front. Dude, it literally looked like a, a hill. Like <laughs> it, it was so crazy. It wasn't like people on the ground, people on the step. It looked like a hill, like yeah. going up on the stage. It was Mayhem. crazy. Um, I got two bands tied for number two, uh, God's Hate and Speed. And we're talking crowd oh, response, yeah. the way that people react when the band starts playing. When God's Hate started playing and they had all their outfits on and Brody King came out on stage in that that like colored camouflage thing with the jacket with the um, ski mask on, like they're just an epic band, dude. And people just lose their mind for that band. And same thing for Speed. People, people yeah. were just going crazy for Speed. Um, and then third, I would say if we're again, crowd response, minority unit, um, people went nuts for minority unit and twitching tongues. I'd say both oh. those, both those bands, people just went nuts for, um, and, um, I know volcano had a big reaction. It wasn't there. Soul search had a, had a strong reaction. Um, fury. I mean, uh, big boys, like every show they play, people just go crazy. Um, yeah, big boy is like is like is no joke. That's because every like, line is a sing along. That's why. <laughs> the band is, and the band just rock. Dude. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are the bands I thought had the best crowd responses. I guess mine's similar to yours. I'd probably say number one, um, at least from my point of view, and obviously, you know, maybe where you're standing and stuff can can affect this. But like, yeah, like Minority Unit, I think was like you know that the response to that was well deserved and awesome like yeah it was was cool um i've never i never got to see that band um before and i'm sure that there were a lot of people there who that band means a lot to that like me hadn't got to see them before and then another group of people who have seen them before that were super excited for that set yeah um to shout out to aldo minority unit that was epic (laughs) yeah totally um it was like, yeah, you could just tell that there were people who, you know, whether it was their first time or, you know, not their first time seeing them, they were like, really, you know, that that set was the one. I mean, I had someone text me from Florida, like, dude, you're so lucky you get to see Minority Unit, you know, <laughs> That's like awesome. that. People, people love that band and it, it really shows. Um, and then you could almost say like a similar thing, I guess, similar um sort of like feeling would be like twitching tongues um i think like people went crazy for them and it's cool because it's probably a mix from of people who maybe uh like got into the record after the uh the sort of like what was it like a remaster like reissue or like both i'm not exactly sure of like the technicalities on that yeah and then you know maybe i've gotten into to twitching tongues through you know, hard lore or just like hearing things about switching tongues that like are new. Cause there was, there was kids in there like moshing and stuff. That's like, there's no way that they saw switching tongues, which is awesome. It's like, yeah, you know? Um, and then there's probably, there's definitely people there who like saw switching tongues a bunch when they're around. So it's just cool. These bands that can pull 
generations from when they were more active as well as a new generation and when that like comes together um, and there's just like a whole crowd of people of all ages and stuff like stoked to see you i think that's what builds like a really good response um for sure so i'd say that would probably be my second and then similar to you again i think ceremony would be number three i mean like coming out with a, a surprise set um and then playing for what like eight minutes maybe um so i sick. don't believe- I don't believe he introduced them. I think he just said California no. a bunch of times. Dude, um, when, when the cursed riff starts, like, you don't even need to introduce the band. Right. Yeah. Like, and once you hear that, like, oh, okay. Yeah. Like, California. I don't think- he just kept saying, he just kept, it's like, he just kept saying, California. Yeah. And it, it's like, as like a California resident, I, it's basically the law to like ceremony. Yeah. So everyone That's what knew. this show's named after. <laughs> yeah there that band rocks um perfect band really um so yeah I, i'd say those are my top three um sick minority units switching tongues and ceremony nice um okay this one um will be like just overall best set like sound wise crowd response whether you participated in the set or not just like Cause I feel like crowd response and then personal love; those are two separate things. But yeah, this is like so, overall, just like everything together. Um, best three sets overall. You can go first if you want. Okay. Um, maybe I'll go ahead and just like state the obvious. Uh, Trapped under ice. I mean, people have been waiting to see that band. Yeah, it sounded awesome. So um, good. Like. The band, like, looks cool. Uh, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like, Justice looks like a like an awesome guy uh, while they're playing. And, like, you know, people, like, went crazy for that. I was way in the back. I was tired. I was dirty. I was like, I'm just going to watch Trapped Under Ice. And Which I was just way in the fun. back. And all people in front of me, including me, were all singing along. Like, that was just, you know, it's like, a headliner at Sound and Fury, it's, it's a pretty special spot. And, like, they definitely deserve it. You know, it, it kind of goes back to, like, what I said during the last list. Like, people from, like, all generations of hardcore, I think, really just value that band. And you can tell. Um, everything sounded good. The cover was awesome. Um, they played all the songs, like, I liked, which I know is personal. But I think those are probably the songs that a lot of other people like, too. Yeah. Um, so I'd say them. God's hate uh, sounded like incredible. <laughs> so um, good. <laughs> again, those guys look cool. They seem seemingly have no fear of heat exhaustion. <laughs> um, Such an like, epic band, dude! Shout out yeah. God's hate, man, in the valley, the valley yeah, beyond. Yeah, the valley beyond, dude. Eight one eight is crazy. That's gonna be awesome, dude. Um, and then when they, when they, when that part in the song when it's like eight one. Hey, I swear it's like half the park was like yelling that. Right. It's so epic. There were people there who have never typed in an 818 area code that were like, hey, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that was, that was awesome. Yeah, so definitely them. I mean, like, it sounded awesome. The crowd response was great. And then my third uh, actually was a surprise to me. I don't know how I wasn't uh, familiar with them before, but uh, Fugitives. Um, oh, I came dude, in they were so good. Set. Yeah, and like, what's weird is like, 
I, you know, it's, they were a total blind spot for me. I, I wasn't really familiar. I don't know how I missed it, but uh, I was walking in with our friend Mikey um, and Bert, uh, listen to a mega point. If you haven't yet listeners. Um, and Mikey was telling me like, he was really excited for fugitive. And um, I checked them out and, uh, or I didn't check them out. I went in and watched. Um, and I was like, Whoa, this rocks. Like I'm going to, go home and get the record or you know um and it's the whole thing sounded really great they played super tight um for a set that was like somewhat earlier in the day and certainly like in the heat of the day like people were going crazy for it so that was awesome um and i want to give an honorable mention to scourge on this too um they put on like their set was awesome totally yeah fugitive was awesome dude i i definitely noticed that too um I forgot to put Dying Wish in the crowd response, honorable mention. People went crazy oh, yeah. for Dying Wish. And uh, Sanguishigabob, <laughs> I know oh, that I didn't that. really catch their set, but I know that was also an epic set, so I don't want to like take away from that. I know it was epic, but I just didn't – I was like doing something else. Um, I, I watched it. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I'm with you on uh, Trapped Under Ice number one all around, man. Like um, – Number one all around. They played True Love, which is kind of like a a deeper, not a deep cut, but like I, I wouldn't have expected them to play that song. Um, I didn't either, and I was really excited about that. Yeah, and yeah, dude, just epic all the way around. I think, again, the outdoor L.A. summer night, I feel like really feeds into the energy and just like the, like how special the setting and the set is, you know? I really feel yeah. like... It's different, you know? It's not like, like, love the Belasco, you know, whatever. But, like, you know, seeing Trapped Under Ice in the Belasco would have been amazing. But seeing them outside, like, at in Los Angeles on a summer night when kids are front-flipping off the top tier of the stage, like, that's, like, a different type of, like, I don't know. It's cool. I thought it was dope. Um, yeah. And then uh, I have Minority Unit number two because I – minority unit sounded so good and I, I was standing next to you when we were watching them and I know like we both love that kind of hardcore you know where it's just like right. it's like fast and two-step fast and two-step and just those really catchy riffs they're you know they're all playing the instruments different vocalists um I just thought overall they they blew me away um and then so I mean I'll God's Hate would be my number three because they sounded really good, too. Um, but I also want to put uh, Model Actress in there and Cruelty. Um, Cruelty, oh, was, yeah, Cruelty was really good, like, sound-wise, and it just overall, they were awesome. Model Actress, I'd never listened to or anything, um, and I thought they were amazing, super catchy, just really good energy, really cool band. Um, so yeah. So that would be my my overall best sets, but shout out to every band that played, you know. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't there wasn't one where I was like, "Ooh, man!" Like, no, not at all, like, not awesome, at all. You know. Yeah, and Cold World's one of my favorite bands too. I just I was kind of stuck like on the ground, and I was just singing along, which was awesome. Um, but but I've gotten to see Cold World before, so um, but shout out cold world um 
And all right, well, we're still live on the radio, KZAA 96.5 FM. I'm talking to my friend Nick, plays guitar in In Time and sings in a band called Plausible Deniability. Check out those bands um, out of Ventura County. Um, if you're just tuning in on radio, we are talking about Sound and Fury Fest weekend, which just happened in Los Angeles. Um, you can stream this show on all streaming platforms. Just search Your Life in America. You can also follow the show on Instagram at Your Life in America 96.5 FM. And uh, if you're listening on radio, 805 Days on Saturday, Perkins Road, Point Wainimi, or Point Wainimi, <laughs> Port Wainimi, um, Dead Heat, Terrena, End Time, Ceramic, uh, Affliction, Bare Minimum, Omega Point. I think that's everyone, right? <laughs> uh, I can pull up the fire. <laughs> no, it's all right. But come down. It's a free show. Celebrate 805. Celebrate the 805. 805 day, Saturday. Epic lineup. Perkins Road. Old school spot. Um, all right. Well, let's finish off talking about... I'm proud to be from California and be involved in California hardcore and that our our fest is Sound and Fury. Like, I'm proud of that, you know? Like, I think yeah, that's... Sure. I think it's dope. I think they push the boundaries... I think they, you know, they try to go like they try to do things different while still like like while still catering to what the kids love um and they take like chances and I just think that's really cool man. I think it's you know, I mean this is hardcore has like an insane lineup this year but it's like inside a venue which again, I'm not like hating on that or anything, but it's like Sound and Fury is like all right, like we're going to do epic lineup too but we're gonna run it outside you know so it's like i don't know i just think that's cool it takes a lot to yeah do something you like that you know yeah totally you mentioned like the belasco being awesome and i don't know where it was before that was it the regent or something yeah um, not a fan of the regent the the hill of the like the hill floor <laughs> yeah. like maybe my, maybe my back hurt but, uh, <laughs> highest stage uh, of all time yeah i'm six four i don't know i just <laughs> get right on that's fair uh but uh i mean those shows were cool but they kind of felt like like hardcore shows which yeah. i mean i love hardcore shows god knows i go to too many of them um but what's cool about the outdoor ones in a um in a way is like it still feels like a hardcore show but it's cool because you can kind of like lean into the festival aspect um i think like most people who are who are really excited about things like fury and you know cold world and stuff aren't aren't going to coachella um and it's cool that like we kind of get that like we get to go like sit in the grass and like have the sun go down behind yeah. a band playing and drink a frozen lemonade or whatever you know yeah. like that's that's not really like something really i thought i'd ever get to go to because i, w I always kind of wanted to as a kid i was like oh i'd love to go to like coachella or like what's the other one like burning man or something but it's <laughs> i don't like that kind of music so yeah it's like it's fun to be able to go to a show that feels kind of i mean what i imagine like those shows feel like in a way but not completely not in a way that i don't like just in the fact that like you know you can see the sun go down it's like kind of picturesque and get like a like a churro of, yeah and like just kind of like hang out if you want or you can go mosh and just do it like as a normal hardcore show at your favorite venue. 
dude, totally. And like that's such, you bring up such a great point because it is like it has a festival vibe, outdoors, food, drink, you know, whatever. But like you also get to jump up on the stage and grab the mic and front flip off to the other side onto a bunch of people. You don't get to do right. that at Coachella, you know what I mean? Like you don't. Yeah. So it's like you're you're bringing they're bringing together these two worlds of entertainment that are like not necessarily like I don't know anywhere else you can do that, you know? Like so Totally. Yeah. It's it's pretty awesome. Okay. Last this is I don't think we talked about this uh last year, but the last uh last list is top top new bands that you discovered um at Sound of Fury or that you were surprised by or that you saw for the first time and really liked. Okay. Um do you want me to start? Yeah, go ahead. Uh, I guess, like as I mentioned, uh, Fugitive. I total blind spot for me. It's it's really like in line with the kind of hardcore I like, and don't know what happened there, but uh, I'm glad I saw it. And like that band, band is awesome. Um, really, uh, really stoked to have seen them. Um, definitely gonna like, you know, when I get some time, um, pick up the record and spin it a couple times and stuff um i really enjoyed that um i think the second one actually would be i i can't say it i don't know how to say it but san i'm gonna try sangui sugarbog i think <laughs> there you go uh um i i mean that's okay full transparency that's not the kind of hardcore i go or like metal that i go like listen to um i like that's not I like it. I like going to see it and stuff, but it's not really like sort of what I seek out. Um, but I watched them and I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. Like it's, it's a metal band. I, I like that kind of stuff. And I watched and I had an awesome time watching and um, I'm going to pick up those records now too, or, you know, give it a listen. At least I really, really enjoyed that set. Um, super cool. Kids seemed to love it. Um, the football thing was awesome. Um, the band just seems like, <laughs> They're like fun people. It's a fun band, but like also super heavy and intense. Um, and yeah, I love that. Um, and then, geez, um, I guess in a way, like I, I've listened to the Minority Unit recordings, but I never really got to see them. And I never was, I guess present in a circle that was like really excited about them when i was younger or maybe i wasn't even into hardcore yet really when that came out so i mean i've known about them and like i list i've listened to that record but i've never seen them and i haven't spent as much time with that record as i have or those demos or you know as i have so i don't even know as i have other bands so i think that that was like a big one that was like you know a big big uh not necessarily surprised. I knew they were awesome and I knew people loved them, but it was, it was just cool to see them for the first time and like yeah. fully like, you know, see everything. I know we were like, I was standing next to you and like when those riffs of those break, like two step breakdowns were hitting, we were both like, dude, this is sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That band's like, awesome. I listened and, like, to them before, but like, yeah, they're just like, they just have that, you know, like in those catchy, like two step riffs. I love that. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, it's something I hadn't spent near as much time as I should have on, and um, it was cool to 
it was cool that I got kind of sort of reintroduced by that. Um, and then since we're doing them every tier, um, Cruelty, it's another band I've, I've listened to but haven't really sat with. And it was cool to see them. Um, I missed them when they came through our area. And uh, sort of same thing as uh, Minority Unit. It was cool to kind of like get the full, okay, now I've seen them at a show and like this, this is awesome. Yeah, Cruelty. I saw Cruelty in Oxnard. They played, um, and they blew me away. They're awesome, and they, yeah, they killed it for sure. Um, got any more? Is that it? That's it. Okay, cool. Um, Truth Cult was a band that I've seen on flyers and heard of, but I've never listened to. And they played the first set of the day, and um, I lo- I thought Truth Cult was really cool. Love their style, you know. Really, they reminded me of Bent Blue. Um, okay, a little bit, little different, but kind of similar vibes as Bent Blue. Um, yeah, and um, so they're a new band. They're they're a band that I had kind of that I kind of discovered. Like I've seen them on flyers and stuff, but um, I just loved their music. I love that style of of like you know, kind of like I don't even know what you call it. It's just like drug church kind of sounding like hardcore-ish mm-hmm. um high vis i listened to a little bit um i loved their set i was so like i just they were super dope um definitely a band that i'll keep listening to um yeah they were model actress was i was surprised by <laughs> i was like never listen i didn't know what to expect i knew they weren't like a hardcore band um but that was like a new artist on the on the uh, fest that I was introduced to, and um, they were so cool, man. Like I could just hear those songs being played in like a club, you know, just like doo-ka, yeah, doo-ka, yeah, like just like so epic. Um, I've got a um, zine that they do an interview in, and I guess they said their whole goal as a band is like to sound like electronic, but with like traditional rock instruments. Yeah, because it's only guitar, bass, drums, and vocals, right? Yeah. So, but so but they sick. sound like a like electronic band, like a dance band. Like, yeah, it's so awesome. Yeah, super sick. Um, and also, Fugitive. Fugitive was a band that I you know hadn't listened to really, and um, they were like so good. They they were awesome. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So overall, ten out of ten. <laughs> um, I, you know, I'm proud to be from California. I'm proud that Sound and Fury is California's hardcore fest. I'm proud that that Sound and Fury represents California in such a dope way. Um, and just all the hard work that goes into it, I can't even imagine. So thank you, Sound and Fury. We'll be back next year for sure. Um, we were definitely dirty and sweaty and... Uh, you ripped your down presser shirt like all crazy. <laughs> I, I didn't rip it. Okay, someone Let else. Let it be known. It. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. Kids get a little grabby on the shirts with the stage dives, man. Yeah, when there's not a lot of people in the front, they do those shirt grab dives. I'm guilty of that. <laughs> man, grab anything else. Grab my ears. I don't care. <laughs> um, all right, man. Any closing thoughts? Um, no, same as you. Thanks to Sound of Fury, you know, thanks to anyone listening in the Sound of Fury team, like, you know, kind of rocked. It was awesome. Um, yeah, I, I feel the same way. It's, it's awesome that like we get that, you know, 30, 40 miles from home and, uh, 
it's a really it's it's really like what I look forward to all year. It's kind of like it feels like a holiday for me. It's kind of total like, holiday for me, cal- dude. Total holiday yeah, for me. I, I put it on my calendar. I save money to like so I, like I'm yeah. not making food during Sound of Fury. I just go to restaurants. Like, dude, it's, it's a big so, deal. It's and so fun. Yeah, it's it's, it's a, a big holiday deal for, me for sure. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, man. If you're uh, streaming this episode. You can uh, check out the description. Uh, description. There'll be a link to a playlist we made. Um, just some uh, songs we enjoyed seeing over the weekend. It's only like 30 minutes. And uh, if you're listening on radio and you're just tuning in, you can stream this uh, show, this episode. Just search your life in America. And I'll leave this on the streaming episode for those who listen. I will have Mr. Pat Flynn of Fiddlehead and Have Heart on the show next week. So, um, there's a, there's a sneak preview of next week's show. I'm very excited for that. That's going to be awesome. (laughs) All right, Nick, I'll talk to you soon, man. Thank you so much. I love you. Have a great Thursday night. Love you too, man. Thanks for having me. For sure. Peace. Later.